Okay, so just going to be looking at how to gain weight correctly. Now, obviously, I know most of these podcasts have been surrounding weight loss or fat loss. Um, and obviously, I want to kind of make it um, relevant to everyone and it can, so it can help every kind of goal. Um, obviously, hence the um, how to gain weight correctly. Um, this is for anyone basically looking to gain muscle or whether that's male or female. Obviously, females need to build muscle as well, whether it's through the glutes or whatever it may be. Um, as well as people that maybe just have too lean a body image than they want and they want to kind of put on a little bit of body fat as well on top of that um, and I'll obviously explain what the kind of best mechanisms and idea behind that is. Before we go any further I just want to say you can build muscle in a calorie deficit. You'll see loads of PTs kind of bouncing on about you need to be in a calorie surplus etc. You cannot build muscle in a deficit. They're lying. If you look at the research you can and um, it's just a different environment. Obviously, you don't have as much energy in a calorie deficit, etc., etc. But it's not as if your body's just not going to build muscle. And that's like saying every single 15, 16 year old that's in the gym's eating the surplus. Chances are they're not. Um, obviously, it's just more likely you're going to build muscle more efficiently in a surplus. Um, so it's not, not as if your body's just not going to be like, no, I'm not doing it. You're not eating enough. Um, it is, but just not as efficiently. So. In a calorie surplus, what happens is, so basically a calorie surplus, by the way, means eating more than you burn. So obviously a calorie deficit is eating less than you burn. So i.e. if you burn 2,000 calories um, per day, for example, um, you'll be eating more than this and that's a surplus. And that's like the, the prime environment for um, obviously muscle growth because it's a calorie surplus. And in a calorie surplus, what happens is you have increased energy, <laughs> meaning you can obviously maybe lift more weight or, or um, you kind of feel more able to do it and um, you have increased recovery meaning you can train more frequently and um, again which obviously creates more tension over time for your muscle which kind of obviously if it's recovering faster you can train more and that's going to lead to more growth you're more efficient at recovering and obviously an increase in muscle protein synthesis so obviously all that accumulation of all the extra food obviously all the processes are basically sped up and um, i'm going to give you a little analogy imagine it like a sunflower obviously a sunflower grows when the sun's out, funnily enough, um, and through photosynthesis. So the more sunlight it has, the more it grows because it basically has more energy to convert carbon dioxide, I think it is, and water into sugar. And that obviously gives it more um, a better environment to grow in, i.e. if it had less sunlight, i.e. less calories, it's still going to grow, but just not as efficiently as it would with obviously more um, sunlight or in our case, calories. So hopefully that's going to clear it up a little bit. Um, what mistake most people make though is they do like a, especially in guys um, it's like a dirty bulk so where they'll just eat anything and everything they'll be like oh yeah I'm bulking and it's like mate you're going to regret that in a couple of months and what happens here is over consume calories um, and obviously over consumption as you know will lead to excess fat which does no good for no one um, so basically all we want to do is create a better environment not a bigger environment so we want to create an environment where we're just above our maintenance um, so enough to obviously elicit better adaptations, but not too much to put on excess body fat. When you're in a calorie surplus, you are going to put on a tiny little bit of body fat. And obviously we want to reduce this as much as possible, but while still getting the adaptations we're obviously desiring. So by eating more, um, like I touched upon earlier, you can obviously lift more because you've got more energy. And also the heavier you get, mass moves mass. So obviously someone that's 100 kilos, has a better opportunity to lift someone that's eight more than someone that's eighty kilos, for example, because body mass moves mass, weight moves weight, and um, which is not obviously not always the case, but truly they should be able to. <clears throat> so obviously, if you're heavier but eating more, you're gonna be able to lift more, 
and you have more energy to lift more as well. Obviously, by eating more, you're gonna have more energy to to your body to recover, for example, which means you're gonna grow more. And obviously, with the faster recovery, you're gonna be able to train more. So obviously, that creates a perfect environment to grow a muscle, whether that's whatever it is in guys or or wherever it is in girls. It doesn't matter. It's the exact same for each kind of uh, gender. But what we need to do is utilize this energy and implement the usual, okay? So obviously when we look at the mechanisms behind building a muscle, the two main ones or only ones are mechanical tension. And if I tell you what that is, it's basically the amount of load or tension getting placed through your muscle fibers. So if you held like a wall sit for a long time, obviously there's a large amount of tension accumulating, okay? Um, or if you put like a heavy weight on a back squat, obviously that weight is creating a large amount of tension through your muscles. And the second one is metabolic fatigue. And obviously with metabolic fatigue, if you imagine just, let's pretend you had no weight and you just did bodyweight squats to failure, it's easy for the first 20 and after a while more and more fatigue accumulates. And that's basically metabolic fatigue. So it's metabolic, you're fatiguing over time. And them two put together, obviously create a perfect environment and they create, they create breakdown of muscle, which obviously promotes signal for adaptations for your body to adapt. And by being in that perfect environment where we have um, obviously increasing calories, we're in the perfect kind of um, position for our body to let our body adapt and grow. Um, so basically the takeaway from this is we need to obviously be consuming more than we're burning. All right, so it's the opposite of a calorie deficit. And how we do that is, is the exact same way as we'd work out our calorie deficit apart from the last step. So we work out how many calories we burn per day and add a little onto this basically. Um, I'm going to give you the formula on this podcast just so you can listen to it back and obviously um, kind of implement it from there. And if you, you don't really need the formula, just keep listening because I'll touch on something in the end. So the formula is, I'm going to go through it pretty quick because you can obviously just go back and go through it again. It's your body weight in kilograms times 10 plus 6.25 times your height in centimetres minus your age times 5. Then for females, it's going to be minus 161 from that number. But for males, it's going to be plus 5 from that number. Now that gives us our basal metabolic rate, how many calories you're going to burn over 24 hours doing nothing. All right, so now we have to take in your activity levels into it. So if you're not very active, let's say you've got an office job that go to the gym five times a week, that's not very active because obviously you've got an office job. So you're going to times this number by 1.52. However, if you are active, like a nurse, um, 12-hour shifts, walking about, and obviously going to the gym a few times a week, then you're more active. So you're going to times this number by 1.75. So now we have roughly an educated guesstimate um, of how many calories you burn in the day. Obviously, if you're wanting a deficit, you times this number by 0.7, but we're wanting a surplus. So we're going to times this number by 1.2 to give you a 20%, obviously, addition onto your calories. So you're eating 1.2 times what your maintenance calories are over what it takes to maintain your body weight. And obviously this 20%, it's not a huge amount of more calories. And for example, if you burn 2,000 calories a day, you're obviously gonna eat 2,400, so 20% on top of that. It's not a huge amount to accumulate too much body fat, but it gives us the perfect environment for growth. And you're gonna, you need to do this consistently just like a deficit. You need to be consistently having in a surplus each day because if you go surplus Monday to Friday and at the weekend eat a lot less, if you're hungover and don't eat or whatever, you might be coming out of your surplus if you obviously accumulate all the calories. Um, Now over time, this needs to be consistent. Obviously eating that surplus, don't just eat in the surplus and then don't push yourself in the gym. You really need to create that environment for your body to adapt. So by eating more and then obviously 
putting a large amount of tension through it, a large amount of fatigue, you need to be training hard, and obviously that's gonna create that environment for your muscle to grow. Because if they don't create that environment for your muscle to grow by getting that adaptation signaled by the resistance training, you're basically just gonna accumulate all body fat and because it, it doesn't need to build muscle, basically. So hopefully that's cleared everything up. Um, obviously how long you do this for is depending on how kind of big you want to grow that muscle. Um, obviously some guys literally go in a surplus for a couple of years. Um, if you're a bodybuilder, it's crazy. Um, but if it's just a little bit, you might do it for two months or so and obviously you kind of strip that back, that fat. It's just depending on what your goal is. So hopefully this helped clear a few things up. And if you have any questions, no matter who you are, if you're listening to this, you're, you're one of my clients, message me and I will do another podcast on any recommendations you have.